Kutasichas Chelek Tazayan, Parsha Shmois Sichi Gimel. Von Posuk Vahiba Yam Mahem Beigl Mosh of Yates Viachasa Mitri. Posuk says, and it was in those days, and Mosh uh, grew up and he went out to see his brothers and he saw uh, an Egyptian hitting a Jew, so he killed the Egyptian. Is Rashi Matik Devet of Yigdal Moshe? So Rashi quotes the words Moshe grew up. On his Mefarish, he explains. It already says earlier that Moshe Rabbeinu, the child, grew up, referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. So he already grew up. Why did he grow up again? explained. The first one is for height and uh, in physical size. The second one means he became great in his personality. He became great. Because Pare appointed him as the supervisor, the administrator of his home. Learning the learning the Papashtus is by Rashi Koshe. If you read this Rashi on the surface, it seems that Rashi has the question. The same question that the Medrash poses. Since it says already earlier in the Pasuk by Moshe in regards to Moshe that he grew up, the child grew up. Then why does the Pasuk repeat this idea that Moshe grew up a second time? Into this, he answers the it gives the answer. Omer of Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda of Loi said, "The first one means in physical size; the second one means in personal um, greatness." The Pirush is able to chayre in ganzen nishvastanik, but this to explain it in this way leaves many questions. First of all, the Friedike pasuk v'yigla yelad v'gaim shteid baldo behemshach noch devet v'tikachayisha hayelad v'tinikayu. The first time that it says in the Pesach, and the child grew up, is said immediately after, and therefore as a continuation to what it said earlier, that the woman, meaning Moshe's mother, took the child from the Baspare, and she nursed him. So from this we understand the context of that means, as do vet zich wegen vayigdol, do that the his growing up is in the context of him being a nursing child and then he grew up in other words he grew out of that we know that uh, nursing was the Gemara says until the age of 24 months two years and then he grew out of that he became older than the need to nurse doesn't need to nurse anymore and that's why she now had to bring Moshe to, back to the daughter of Pare because she had originally been appointed to nurse the baby. Now he no longer needed to nurse, so she gave him back to the daughter of Pare. Above Yigdal Moshe and Dem Pasuk. But when it says here that Moshe grew up, in this Pasuk it's talking, Now we're talking about growing into the possibility he grew up enough to be able to kill an Egyptian that's a completely different type of, of growing up that's of course much later much uh, more advanced in his growing up this must be already after he had been spending many t- a long time many years under the <coughs> care of the daughter of Pare back in the house of Pare
So then, what, why is there a question that it repeats again that he grew up? Over there, he grew out of nursing. He became more than two years old. He's now three. So she has to return him. Now he grew up so that he can, he's big enough to kill up uh, an Egyptian. That's a completely different type of growing up. So why is there a contradiction? And that's obvious from the context of the psukim that are being, uh, where the words are written. So therefore, it's difficult to explain that that's what Rashi is bothering Rashi. Base in the Pirush Rashi Gufadap and in this Rashi itself, we have to understand something else. Number one, the Derech from Rashi Bepirushe is Vigeret Filmol. The way that Rashi conducts his uh, commentary is, as was discussed many times, Nishtu Oistaitshem Frie Dishverekait and Pasuk. Rashi doesn't necessarily ask the question, pose the question that's bothering him and then give the answer and then give the answer rather his approach is he explains to you the meaning of the Pasuk which takes away the question which may have come up had you not learned this Rashi but he doesn't go through asking the question and then giving the answer so why is it that over here first he poses the question it already says that he grew up why does he ask the question and then give the answer why doesn't he just explain the answer number two what is the meaning of saying that the first time means for height why does he say that? From the Ved since we're talking about when he became he was no longer nursing. So therefore a child that goes through this um, development, that stage of development, in the there is a constant um, increase in the way the body is formed. As Kumtsu Vog, he gains weight on the moss and he gains height. As Dibor, he begins to speak. Uh, he begins to understand things. So there's so many different types of development that happen during that stage of growth. So Vasis Do, the Adgosha, why does Rashi make the emphasis from the Allah from all those developments, Rashi emphasizes that he grew in height. Why does he choose height when so many other things are happening in that kind of, uh, when he grows up at that stage of growing up? Gimel, third thing we have to understand. From Vanit is the Hechrech. How do we know? How does Rashi know? In Pshutosh Mikra, at least on the simple understanding of the Pasig, as the Gadus Vechshivas for Moshe is Bashanin Dem Vos Menu Pariel that the second Vayigdal, Moshe, is specifically that Rashi, that uh, Pare appointed him as the administrator of his home. Where does Rashi take that from? Where in the Psukim do we see that that was what the greatness was? Befrat, as in Hemshech Apostle, especially that uh, when you see the rest of the Psukim, that he went out to see his brothers, his mashma, it would seem more as his given a that the Torah says he grew up and he went out to see his brothers. So it seemed, it stands to reason that the growing up 
may, must, might have been at least, or must have been, something to do with going out to see his brothers, the other Jewish people, to the Eden. And as the Medrash, in fact, explains it that way, where the, the Medrash spells out what was the growth, what was this that he grew up, that he went out to see his brothers, and as he began to relate to the Yidden, to see that everything was going well, that's how the, the Medrash sees it. So where does Rashi take that his growing up was, that Pare appointed him as the administrator of his home? A fourth thing we have to understand, Bibal, that from Rashi is mitzadim kefal from Vayigdal, since what's bothering Rashi is the repetition of the idea that Moshe grew up, so then, so why does he quote in explaining the repetition of the growing up? Why does he quote also the word Moshe? The question and answer is pertains to the growing up. So why does he have to quote the word Moshe? A fifth thing we have to understand, as has been discussed many times, when does Rashi quote the person who, the sage that said a certain thing? Like in this case, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi. Only when it has the name, if you know who said it, then it answers certain difficulties that might not otherwise, uh, otherwise be answered. Either it answers the question or it smooths the way to, uh, maybe it's not a direct question, but it makes it easier to understand. A question that could come up to a talented uh, student. Darfman, Fashtein, so we have to understand in this case, what is it that becomes answered to us by knowing that Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi was the one that said this? Gimel. It would seem that we could answer as Rashi Vildo Bavarim that Rashi is trying to tell us as the Vayigdal in Unza Posig Mate Nishdazel Besuch from Gidl Isman that the Vayigdal in our Posig is not the same type of Vayigdal that is written in the earlier Posig, which means that things, you know, time went by and he grew up. As or that he became older and uh, more time passed, he's telling you that that's not what it means here. But the Shvert says, as the Posig says, "Zog by Yigdal Stam on the mid main and I suffer in a gewissen's man." He's teaching that the Bible befills man does is, and the reason that he knows that it doesn't mean that he grew up, that more time passed, because since the Torah doesn't tell us how much time passed, what type of time passed what happened, what was different about the time that passed now he doesn't point out anything so then why say that more time passed if you're not going to qualify what exactly you're saying so therefore it can't mean simply more time passed and therefore we have to say that when the Torah says now that he grew up it doesn't mean that he became older it means that he was elevated to a higher status he became more important. He was a point gave, given an important delega- uh, he was delegated an important job and so on. That's what he grew into. But but that's not enough, vile because number one, 
if that's the case, that that's the question that Rashi is, is um, addressing, that when it says here, Vayigdal Moshe, and it doesn't tell us what kind of growth it was, how much, you know, what was different about his growth now, and that's why we have to say that it means that he became important, that it means a growth in importance. So then why does he point out, he asks the question, it says twice, Vayigdal, so he is posing the question that there is, you know, there is two times Vayigdal. So it's not just simply addressing the word Vayigdal in our, in our pasuk. Number two, the beer of an ersten Vayigdal when Rashi explains that the first Vayigdal means that he grew in height. Is Ibrik doesn't have to say that anymore. If that's what he's trying to answer, why does he have to explain that the first one means in height? He only has to explain what happened this time when Vayigdal, that here it's a growth in importance and status. He only has to explain what, what is Vayigdal in this passage. That means he gained a new status that, Rash, uh, that Pari appointed him. But there's no need for him to go back and explain what Vayigdal Hayelet means. Over there, it's obvious what it means. A third thing, a third question. As the Tzveite Vayigdal is benigeyed chshivas vegadlus legdula, the fact that this time when it says Vayigdal Moshe is it really means an advance in status. Vos volt megikent fashtein oich on pirush Rashi. We would understand this without Rashi pointing it out as well. Al derech vide Tzvei mo Vayigdal vashtein freer by. Because we would be fall back on the two previous times that it says Vayigdal. One time it says by Yitzchak Vayigdal Ayelad Vayigomel that the child grew up and was weaned, and then it says Vayigdal Ish Vayelad Cholich Vegodlat Kigolamayid, and then it says in regards to Yitzchak again that he grew, the man grew and he continued to grow until he became very great. So was the Eshta Vayigdal over there? There's also a, a repetition of that he grew up, and it's obvious what the difference is. The first one is in Zman that he became, he got older, until he was weaned, he was no longer nursing. On the Tzveite Vayigdal, the second time Vayigdal in the movement from Galdus Ben the second Vayigdal means he became wealthy. That's what it means. He became great. That's what the pasuk actually spells it out. That his greatness was. He became very great, and he flourished, and he he gained a lot of assets, and so on. Vidam Shrakosov as a Pasuk continues to say there, Vahiloi Mikne Vitsoin, because he had sheep, you know, cattle and sheep, Vahimikne Bakar, cattle, Vavudaraba, much uh, many assets. Shahoyo Imrim Zevil Pradesov Shal Yitzchok, as they as Rashi says, that they said about his greatness, that he was so wealthy, they would say would rather have the uh, the droppings from the animals of Yitzchak better than the gold and silver that Avimelech can offer. In other words, that Yitzchak was so wealthy that just the the droppings of his animals were of such value. In other words, that it was a growth in value or in status. And the same the exact same difference between the first Vayigdal and the second Vayigdal pertains to Moshe as well. The first one was he grew up as a child. He was no longer a baby, he became uh, older. And the second one is he grew in status. 
So even without Rashi explaining it, we would automatically go back and understand. But Yitzchak it also says the same thing. He grew as a child into a, out of a certain period of childhood, and then he became great and wealthy, and so many grew in status. So it's obvious that that would be the same. We would apply the same difference to Moshe Rabbeinu himself, even without Rashi pointing it out. So those are the questions. Dalit. The beer So to explain this whole thing, the pasuk zokt vahiber yomemahem. The pasuk begins by saying, and it was in those days. Vayigdal Moshe and Moshe grew up. Vosvipal dosteid balt nochem pasuk vidal leyelat. Since it says this pasuk says right after that the child grew up. In other words, that he was he was weaned. What uh, what we, we interpreted as weaned. Maintes. So in other words, that <coughs> since the Pasuk says, and it was in those days, so in other words, it must mean that it was in the same time period that we just described before when he was weaned. Close to the time when he grew up and was no longer nursing, and therefore his mother had to return him to Basparai, and in those days, he went out to see his brothers, and he grew up, and he went out to see his brothers. So therefore, based on this, it would be difficult to explain us. That when it says that Moshe Rabbeinu grew up, it was in importance and status. So it's difficult to say that in the same time period when Moshe Rabbeinu was weaned from nursing now he became important in status he's still a baby but how did he become important in status since the Torah says that it was during that time period that's why Rashi explains the first one is in height, and the second one is in greatness. The Ike Chiddush in them is Nish Benegeyed and Bayidol from Unza Pasig Vashen Ligdula, because Rashi is saying the main point thing that Rashi is pointing out is not that it are in our Pasig it means in status, nor as the Bayidol from Friedek and Pasig meant Lekayma, but rather he's his main emphasis is trying to point out to us that the first time that it says Vayigdal is in height. Rashi is trying to tell us that what it says over there, that Vayigdal HaYelet does not mean that he, he stopped nursing. It's not that he was weaned, in other words, he was two years old, and now he had to be returned to Baspare. As it would seem from the first glance that it's over there it says, and he grew up, and so his mother brought him back to Baspare, which leads us to think that he grew up means she stopped nursing him and therefore had to return him to Baspare. So Rashi says, no. What it means is he grew in height. What it means is when a child grows up and he becomes tall, and strong which is of course years after the time when a child stops, uh, start, stops nursing so it's not at two years old that a child is described as having become tall 
it's after, after many years when it becomes a teenager perhaps that's when a child grows into a man, let's call it so then if he grew up into a man as we called it so why is he, recall, why is he saying why is he still referring to him as a child that's not a question because we find already earlier that the Pasuk uses the term Hayeled when Reuben said the child is not here and how will do not sin against the child talking about Yosef in both cases and Yosef was 17 at the time and he was still referring to him as a Yeled so we see that in the Pasuk the term Hayeled still refers to somebody in his teenage years, even getting closer to his 20s. So therefore here too, Moshe Rabbeinu grew up, the child grew up means he became a strapping lad. And that's what Rashi is pointing out. We're not talking about when he was two years old. We're talking about when he became a teenager. And since Rashi now tells us that he, the first one is talking about height, and now we can understand that during those days close to that period when he, had already be, he was already a teenager and now it makes sense that Moshe Rabbeinu became a grew in status you know he was 13 or whatever a teenager at the time when he was grew up and then he grew into in status as well. They found him to be responsible and therefore to be able to give him an, an important appointment. The mitzvah moven, and based on this, we can also understand what Rashi is mefarish de shaila, Why Rashi goes through asking the question rather than just giving us the answer? It already says that the child grew up. The Iker, what is he trying to point out? The Iker Chidush Bepirushi is because what he, the main novel idea that Rashi is introducing here is as mitzad dem was dosh teit nochem of eidol Moshe baitzel the taich of eidol yeled in friedikim pasuk because Rashi is trying to point out that by the fact that vayigdal in this pasuk the second vayigdal means that he was he grew in status which now we have to reinterpret the Pasuk Vayigdal Ayele that it doesn't mean that he, he was weaned and that he stopped nursing that we're talking about a two-year-old child now we understand that the previous Vayigdal means that he became a teenager that's why he has to go through because now he's making he's changing the previous meaning of the word Vayigdal Ayele from what we would originally have thought that it was and in order to emphasize that, he goes through pointing out the question, so now we have to look back at the previous Pasuk to understand what's going on over there. How could Vayigdal Begdullah, how could it mean growing in status, according to the way we, inter- we thought Vayigdal Ayelad there was, so he says, no, the earlier appearance of Vayigdal Ayelad was that he grew up into a strong young lad. Hey, so now we might be able to ask the question since the daughter of Pari gave the baby to his mother to Yechebed without knowing that it was his mother but she gave it to Yechebed in order to nurse him 
ist, wie kommt es, was ja die Last, man soll sie eben zurückbringen, erst noch dann, wie es ist, ausgewachsen bekommen. Now that Rashi reinterpreted Vayigdalayela to me, that he became a teenager, and the Pasuk over there follows by saying, and his mother brought him back to the, the daughter of Parai, so he, she brought him back to the daughter of Pari when he became 13, a teenager? Wouldn't you think, why would the Pari's daughter wait to get the baby back a full 13 years? Why wouldn't she get him back as soon as she, there's no need to nurse him anymore? Which is, of course, many years later after she finished nursing him. So why did she wait so long? Is das The explanation of that is simple. Since the mother Yechebet, she already got back her baby after having been forced to place him in the water to save his life. Now she got him back into her home. She would have resisted, of course, get, returning him to the Basparai just as she finished nursing him. Certainly, she made every effort to to be able to keep him at home as long as possible. After being weaned, she would have used every excuse that she could come up. Of course, it has to be something that the Basparai will buy into, but she would use every excuse possible. For instance, since the baby became attached to her and he's used to her, is good so it's not good to suddenly tear him away from the uh, the mother that he became used to, the nurse, the nursing woman that he became used to, and to take him away suddenly from this woman that he's been used to, put him into a new environments, he's not used to you so she would have used every excuse possible to delay having to give Moshe back to Baspare but then when he grew into a strapping young man she already had no excuse what's she going to say now it's a big boy, she's going to say that he's attached to his mother and that's why she had to return him at that time to Baspare. And that's what happened, Rashi says. He grew into a teenager. Now she had no choice. She had to give him back to Baspare. But we still have to understand the following. Since the daughter of Pari wanted Moshe with her, is moving, it's understood as Yechevedatim Gikent Farhalten nor Biz. She could only keep him at home, in her home, in Yechebet's home, as long as the excuse works. As that it's important for the child that he should remain to whom he bonded. You know, children bond, and the babies bond, and therefore you have to, I have to keep him until as long as possible. Since he was so attached to her. Or the other, you know, whatever explanation similar to that. Which could work, you know, till a child is five, six. 
if you really are really talented as exp- at explaining how attached he is to you, you can make it work until 12 or 13. So then how is it she used the excuse that he's so attached to his mother? In other words, he's a baby. Now, at the age of 12 and 13, all of a sudden he grows in status. He becomes important. He's a, given a, an important appointments in the house of Pari. Or that the second Vayigdal means that he became important. He gained status. He just... Yechevet has been explaining that he's a baby. He needs his mommy. All of a sudden he's, impo- he's big enough to become important. The far is Rashi Mamshir. That's why Rashi continues as the Gedulah Bashtet in them was Menu Pariel Beisay. That what was the important appointment that he got? That he put him in charge of his house. It doesn't mean that he made him the minister of defense or some very important government position. Malucha, something that uh, connected to the running the kingdom and so on. No, Ramini Prati, it's a personal thing in the house of Pare, if the Inyoni base bias from Pare, he became, he was in charge, he was put in charge of taking care of the home, not taking care of the country. That kind of responsibility can be given also to a young boy. If there's a reason why you want to appoint him, give him that responsibility. And as we find by Yosef, that at only the age of 17 is a He was sold to Mitzrayim, and, he be, and Petifer appointed him at, over all the workings of Petifer's home at the age, the tender young age of 17. So we see that to have that kind of importance, growth and status in a personal matter to the, even an important minister, Petifer was a minister, but he wasn't appointing him of a department in the government. He was appointing him over his home. And that's something that even a young or a teenager can be given that kind of responsibility. So that's how Rashi knows that this was a responsibility within the home of Pare and not more more you know more in the government position Zion but that is only when there's a specific reason when you want to appoint a young man to do something like that what is the reason that Pari found it important to appoint Moshe to this kind of a position in his home at such a young age is the Rashi Merama is the Chmaitik Zion from Posig the word Vayigdal Moshe that Rashi points explains that by also including the word Moshe in the quotation in the uh, where he quotes from the pasuk. And that's uh, here Rashi is also addressing a question in regards to this word, to the word Moshe. Because it would seem that the word Moshe is unnecessary for the pasuk to say who we're talking about that we're talking about Moshe if it was said simply and he grew up we would know we're talking about Moshe it's the story of Moshe here so if it said and he grew up we would know that it's talking about Moshe so why does it say again that it was Moshe 
Therefore, we have to say, as the Tam, as the Posik is that the reason that the Posik spells out again that we're talking about Moshe is that the Posik is because when you emphasize again, you add the name of who you're talking about, when it's unnecessary, because since we already know who we're talking about, and then it repeats the name again. What does that mean? It generally connotes, it indicates that there is something important about this person. It names him again because his name is important. It shows that there is something important about him. Especially the name Moshe was the Montas Bas Especially the name Moshe, which is a reminder that why was he named Moshe? Because the daughter of Pare pulled him out of the water. And that that happened through a miracle that her arm stretched out, as Rashi says. She, he was far into the water and she just stretched out her arm and her arm reached a miraculous uh, length to be able to retrieve him from the water. So speaking about Moshe and the miracle that happened in order to be able to bring, take him out of the water shows that there was something unique and special and beloved that she was, he was so dear to her. And that's what it means when it says Vayigdol Moshe. Moshe grew up. Moshe grew up. It was a greatness that was given to him because he was so beloved, how special he was. Because Moshe was so beloved and he was, she was so much in love with him, he appealed to her so greatly. That she made him into her own son. She, she took him in as her own son. That's why, because he, he was so beloved to her, that's why she said, you have to find him a good job. I want him to have a good job here in the home, make him important. And that's why he was given this important position in the home of Pare at such a young age, because his mother, so to speak, the, the daughter of Pare, advocated on his behalf. And that's what the point of saying the word Moshe again is Rashi's pointing out that he was given that because of Moshe, who he was, and what he meant to the daughter of Pari. Now, that will be magifin by Yosef, and similar to what we find in regards to Yosef. As Vail or Hod Nosech Yechein given by Petifar, and that why was he given that important position in the home of Petifar? Because he appealed so much to Petifar. Hot Er Yosef and the money given Obeisa. That's why he appointed Yosef on his home. Although he was such a young man, although at that time he was considered a young man, a boy, a mere boy, Nar, and he was Ivri, and he was from the other side, in other words, a foreigner. He was from the other side of the river. He was a foreigner here, he's just a young guy, a boy, when an Evid, and he was also a slave. And all of these three things are not reasons, those are not the good things on a resume. Those are not things, the, the things you point out on a resume. And yet, with all these things, he decided to appoint him because he liked him and he was so special to him. That's why he appointed him over his home and that's what happened to Moshe as well. Ches. 
in order for these ideas to settle better, to make us understand them even better. That because you like someone, you give him a, a, a job, a job description, which is really maybe he's not yet on that level, he's not old enough for that, and so on, but still because you love him, so you do it. Especially that the case of Yosef is not exactly the same as the case of Moshe. Because Yosef is upon him out given Zibitsiyar, because Yosef at least was seventeen years old, Mashenka Moshe was his Bapashas Gvenishmevi Yudalef or Yudbeis. Whereas Moshe that at most you could say that she that his mother was able to stretch it out until he was twelve or thirteen to that age, but you can't say that she he she had to, she convinced the daughter of Pirate that he was dependent on her until he was seventeen, that would be difficult. So at most he could have been 12, uh, 11 or 12. So therefore it's not the same. Is Rashi Matika the Balamaimir is Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi That's why Rashi tells us that the one who said this was Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi What does that explain? Vegan Rabbi Yehuda, that's a ved that sailed in Gemara. The Gemara tells us about this Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi as it is given a greater honor that he was a very poor man. Bees as it is, er und sein Freu haben gehat nor ein beged. It, they were so poor that him and his wife shared the same garment. They had, they wore the same garment. They could, they couldn't afford two sets of clothing. How did we find out about this? Because Rav Shimon Gamliel was the nasi, declared a fast day, which everyone was expected to gather in the shul in order to uh, to pray and so on. But Rav Yehuda didn't show up. Because he couldn't come, because he had to share, didn't have a set of clothing to go. Nishabadi can beg it on stone of Zikas, didn't have the clothing to be able to show up to that important event. So therefore they asked him, Where were you? And that's how they find that, found out that he couldn't, that he didn't have the, he didn't even have enough money to buy a clo- uh, clothing. From Desfegen Gefindmen, still, even though he was that poor, we find. As the Kaiser at him, the Haven to sign the Reisha Madab Machomakam, that the Caesar, the uh, Roman uh, king appointed him to be the main spokesman. He is the spokesman on every matter for the Jewish people. Until he became the 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 guide and the teacher of the Nasi. That he appointed him over over the home of the Nasi. In other words, he appointed him to a very high position, even though he was very very poor. That all the Rabbi Yehuda, from his personal standpoint in his physical accomplishments, the king would not normally doesn't recognize a pauper as being the person to appoint over the home of the Nasi. That is not a quality that the king would find endearing normally. Okay, now, as that is given a greater Araman because he was such a poor man, even in comparison to other poor people, he was the poorest of the poor. And that is not usually who the king appoints as the leader of all the Jewish people. But because he was so endeared 
to the king because of his personal accomplishments in spiritual accomplishments that's why the king appointed him as the main spokesman for the Jewish people and he appointed him over the home of the Nasi so we see from Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi that even though a person hasn't reached a certain type of um, what they would consider worthy of being appointed as a leader still because he appeals to you you put him in a very high position so also Yais and also similarly we, find, we also can apply to our situation even though Yaisha was still very young a mere lad is but because of the, who he is and his personality and so on by Baspari he was so endeared to the daughter of Pari who took him out of the water and she took him in as her own son that's why he gained such status in the home of Pari until Pari appointed him over his home and that's what is explained to us by alluding to the fact telling us that Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi was the one that says it this explains how Moshe at such a young age Age was given such an important position, just like Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loi was given. Tess Funyena Shel and Dem Rashi. What is the Rashi always has some uh, underlying message from the uh, inner dimension of Torah. What do we find in this Rashi? Ali Yonavos Megifin by Moshe Rabbeinu Bagashmi is everything that we find in regards to Moshe Rabbeinu in his physical and material development. They all evolve from how he is, what the level of Moshe Rabbeinu is in the spiritual realm, and whatever he is there also evolves into his physical reality. And this is true also even by every everything in the physical world, but especially by Moshe Rabbeinu. Who is in this physical world no different than he was in his spiritual incarnation? And the Shama Atzilus, because he was in a Shama that is, is, comes from Atzilus, so that therefore he remains in the purity of Atzilus even as he is down here. So if it's true for every year, so certainly it's true for Moshe Rabbeinu. Vasazoi is moving binyaneinu, which is therefore understood in regards to our matter as in ditzvei yonigdula. That in these two ideas of greatness, harishin lekaima vashenu lekdula, that the first one describes his height and the second one describes his status. Shemino pari al beisa that pari appointed him over his home. Zogn zecharis ditzvei yonim and matigas meisha beruchnius. These two ideas are also expressed two levels of Moshe Rabbeinu's spiritual status so we'll understand what that is by first explaining that in regards to the psukim which described the birth of Moshe where it says and his mother became pregnant and she gave birth to a son and she saw that he was so good the Zayar explains between the two sages, Rabchi and Rabbi Yaisi. Rabchi is Yalad Mohul. 
Rabhiya says, what was so great? She saw that he was great. What was the greatness that she observed when he was a mere infant? That the, he was born with a bris already. When Rabbi Yaisi is Nihiru, Rabbi Yaisi says, Nihiru deshchinta de Norabei, Hamas, the the brightness, the glow of the shchina glowed within him. The b'shas is the ishalad when he b'shaita the ishalad at the time when he was born. Ismalia kol beisin ahir, the whole house was filled with light. Baldo, and it's regards to this, kitayvu ksiv so he's saying that she saw the light of the Shekhinah that's what she saw when he was born and that's what it means and all of it was included all of it is true that he was born with a bris and he was born with the light that shone his mavur in Eirachama so the commentary on the Zohar Eirachama says that the Machlegis of Rabchia and Rabbi Yaisi is Nishim Etzias that the Machlegis between Rabbi Yaisi and Rabchia is not about what happened both of them agree that both things happen. First of all, that he was born with a bris, and also that the, the light of, of the shechina shined in him. The machlekes is not the machlekes is vasad yechabed gizen What was it that yechabed noticed? What it was the what was the more important of those two things? What made her see? That he was great. That uh, great thing happened. Kitoivu that he was good. The, it was it the fact that the, that he was born with a bris, or the fact that there was the light of uh, the shechina was shining within him. What's the important part of it? What's the emphasis here? Favos Why is it that Rabchia holds that he was born with a bris? That's what was the important feature that she saw. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi holds that she saw what she noticed was the light of the Shechina, is the Tatamavir and Zaina Oris of Zayr. So, my father, the, the Rebbe's father of Levik, explains in his commentary on the Zayr, as Yeder Einer is the Deirish Lufi that each one of the two was explaining it according to their own level, Rabbi Yaisi and Rabbi Chia. Rabbi Chia, thus is Bebchinis Yisaid. Rafhia, which connects to the level of Yasaid, Dairishanoilad Mosh, he says that what was the feet outstanding feature was that he was born with a bris, which is also the level of Yasaid. When Rabyaisi, Bikinus Malchus, Rabyaisi, who represents the level of Malchus, Dairishan and Hira Dushina Norbe, he explained that what was seen was that the Shechina was illuminating him because Shechina is Bechinus Malchus. The Shechina is also is the level of Malchus. So each one explained it in the context of where he was. Each one was explaining it on the level that he was. Yesoid or Malchus. When the Siyama Inyan in Zayar, what does the Zayar conclude there? And the, the Zayar concludes... And this is what is meant, Kitaiv, and both of them, all of it was true. Is Nish von Dibir Rabyasi. That is not that's not the desire quoting Rabyasi. Not the Stama von Zayar Firtois as Sizanigiven by Imbaidi in Yanim Kanal. You would think that it was Rabyasi. This still continues the quote from Rabyasi that it was the Shina. No. 
That is the already finished uh, end quote from Rabbi Yossi is before this. And the Zoyar, the narrator of the Zoyar says, and both of them were true, both what Rabbi said and what Rabbi Yossi said. And as will be explained soon. Yud, in to explain this in simple words, simple terms. In regards to what Moshe represented, we find two things. What he was in his personal achievements. He was the, out, the most outstanding human being that existed. He was completely removed from the world. He was completely attached and connected to godliness. He was removed from the world and attached and connected to godliness. And then the second thing is his perfection in, in how he related to his flock. The fact that he was able to draw down everything both physically and spiritually to the Yidden, whatever they needed. In other words, his relationship with his flock, with the Yidden, and what he did for them. And through the Yidden, of course, he brought it to the whole world. And in order to be able to bring things to the lower elements, in this case the Yidden, the regular Yidden, this means, of course, that he had to descend and go down from his normally exalted level of being completely connected to Hashem, he had to go down and deal with uh, the ordinary Yidin. So it's a demotion for him. Because his, his personal level was completely removed from the world, and here he had to get involved in worldly matters. And these, both of these levels were apparent in him as soon as he was, it was, as he was born. As the explains, the Medrash says that Moshe was a shepherd, which describes that he, that he was shepherding the Tzayin of Yisrael, and then he, he went and saw the Sneh. So the Medrash says that he was he was a shepherd means that he was that's what he was perfect at he was perfect at providing and these um, the things that are described by Rabchia were the two things that his mother saw that describes these two elements of what Moshe Rabbeinu was on the one hand Noilad Mol Vaist Oiv the fact that he was born already with a bris that describes his personal status his own perfection the fact that he is beyond what naturally happens in the world which describes that he was beyond the world because the natural way a baby is born is that he doesn't have a bris yet and you have to make the, do the bris Moshe Rabbeinu was beyond that, and that was that was nature. But he was already in a status where he didn't need to be fixed in that way, so to speak. As that by him the godly soul was in an apparent way; it was manifest, not like a regular baby where you see the the uh, court, you know the 
the the arla, the fact that he's not mo, means that there's something covering up on the holy expression of godliness, and you have to remove it. Moshe Rabbeinu, his, his nefesh kiss was already manifest as soon as he was, as he was born. Vietis under Arla under Helam Yetzahara, he came out. He was born already without any Yetzahara, without any concealment, without anything covering up what the Nevashilikis represents. Then there is the fact that the light of the Shina illuminated, shone from him. Ismaili Kobesa, and therefore the whole house was filled with light. Is the mile of that describes how he affected the world around him, the house, the yidden, and so on, the world. When the river, and therefore mitzad bechinis yisaid versus batzilus. When we talk about yisaid, the level of yisaid, which is still a darga, which is within the world of atzilus, hechafun evrayim, which, in other words, beyond atzilus stands above the concept of the created beings so there it still describes a, a, stat, a, a state of being which is transcendent of the world and therefore describing Moshe Rabbeinu and his achievements is talking about his connection to Elokos describes that he was Noilod Mahal, that he personally was connected to Elokos not as he, as he um, relates to the created beings we're still talking about within Atzilus, Atzilus doesn't relate to the lower worlds yet that the fact that he is removed from the world he's still in the world of Atzilus that's what Rabchia said but who is Represents the level of Yisrael as the Milo from Moshe was the Torah bring the race. That what is the Torah emphasizing about Moshe? Kitayvu is is does Vastiyasal and Mal is talking about the fact that he was born. His own personal status reached a level where he was transcendent of the world. Moshe's Milo b'Shleimus La'atzmai. It talks about Moshe and his qualities, not the way he pertains to others, to the created beings. When we talk about from the level, the perspective of Malchus, Malchus is already, although it's, already, it's part of the world of Atsilus, but it is the part of Atsilus which is already focused on go, lowering itself down into the worlds of Bri Yitzirah transitioning into Bri Yitzirah so therefore, in Avedas Hashem, it also expresses itself that way. As the that when we look from the perspective of of Malchus, there, how do you describe the perfection of Moshe in how he will be affecting and how he will be relating to the created beings, to the Yidden and to the world, and so on. And that's why Rabbi Yaisi, who is Bechinus Malchus, as the Maile for Moshe had sich angesehen, in dem was Nehida de Schinter in Norbe, is Mali called Basin, is Malabais called He described the perfection, it says that the Torah is describing Kitayv Hu of Moshe, that he had such an impact on the house, on the whole world, everything was filled with light as a result of him. It's not about him, it was more about how he was affecting the world. Father Rabbe, in fact, it's 
to the contrary, in other words, to the contrary means not looking at the Moshe Rabbeinu in his removed state, but to the contrary. Just like these things are true in the, in the worlds, in, the, in Hashem's world, so to speak. That this infinite aspect of godliness where it comes from the essence of Hashem. Where do we find that Hashem's original state as having, there's nothing that precedes him, the core essence of Hashem, which is expressed in the Yisavos and Yeshvodah Nifrat. Where do we see creation that Hashem comes from nothing? And in his creation of Yeshma'ayin, that's where it's expressed. Where is creation of Yeshma'ayin, which reflects the fact that Hashem is also Ayin, he comes from nowhere, he just is, he just exists. That's Tafke in his in the creation of the worlds. That's where it's expressed. In the levels of Atsilus, we don't find the idea of Yeshma'ayin. Over there we don't see the expression of the essence of Hashem. And just like it's true there, so it's also true as these things express themselves lower down. As the That where do you see the true quality that Moshe Rabbeinu expresses is where he, how is he going to affect somebody outside him, the creation? Which when, uh, when you look at it on the surface, it seems like he's lowering himself. He has to go down to the level of the Bria. But that's Hashem also does that in order for him, to, 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 for us to recognize the core essence of Hashem that happens dafke in the creation. So also Moshe Rabbeinu, where do you see the true quality of Moshe Rabbeinu in his effect on the world, which might seem to be a lowering of his status. But that's why Rabbi Yossi says that's the true goodness that his mother saw. Yudala, from Dos is Rashi Meramis. That's what Rashi tells us, alludes to us. The first one describes his height, and the second one is greatness. That Pare appointed him over the affairs of his home. From the level of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, the Herat Sir Demaylo in Beidin Yonim, from Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Loi, we see the quality of both levels of this. Sai in the Giluf and Shlemus Atzmilokayma, both in his personal growth, which is, in other words, Lokayma that he grew. Sai in the Minyan Hashvah Zulaso also in his effect on the world around him. Shulikdulishimenu. That he grew in greatness and status. What kind of a status that he had an influence on the the affairs of Pari's home? Not about his personal growth, but how he affected the world around him. What does this mean to from the perspective of the inner dimension? The is. What is the difference between Yehuda, Rabbi Loi, and Rabbi Yaisi? Both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi represent Svirus Amalchus. Rabbi Yaisi is the Gematria Lekim. Rabbi Yaisi is the numerical value of a Lekim. 
Yosi and Elikim is both 86. For Shem, Elikim, Gate of Malchus. And Elikim represents Malchus, the creation, how things happen within creation. When Rabbi Yehuda is Meloshin Haidor Bittel, whereas Rabbi Yehuda, the word Yehuda means to, it, it expresses the idea of acknowledging something higher than yourself. In other words, Bittel to the thing which is greater than yourself. Which is also the idea of Malchus. As we know that Malchus, it has nothing of its own. It merely channels from the upper levels to the next, to, to, channels it down lower. So it has nothing of its own. That's the idea of Bittl, absolute and uh, Bittl, and that's what Rabbi is. But there is a difference between there. But you see, is the Svirus Malchus, is Yeredus and Biyah. Rabbi Yaisi represents the way Malchus goes down into the level as it's of influencing the worlds of Bri Yitzir Asir. When Rabbi Yehuda is Visfiris Malchus is Nachin Atzilus, whereas Rabbi Yehuda talks about the purest state of the level of Malchus as it's still within the level, the world of Atzilus, because Malchus is a transition. It needs to be connected to Atzilus and then has to have the ability to go down into. To, trans, to transmit into the world of Briyat uh, Zirasir. The difference between Atsilus in its pure state and as it comes down lower is also explained in or ex- expressed in the names. Rabbi Yaisi is the Gematria Lakim, thus says. Rabbi Yaisi, as we said, is the, the same numerical value as the word Lakim. Which means that number one says nor shem alikim anitsham avaya. It only expresses alikim rather than avaya, which is more pertains more to atzilus. And number one, uh, number two, when in dem gufa nizri alikim state begilui, and even within alikim, it's not the way alikim is in its purest state, nor the state in agimatria. But rather, the word Yaisi is—he wasn't called a Lakim, He was called Yaisi, which is an allusion to a Lakim. The Lakim is concealed within the name Yaisi. The Helen Hester, so it's concealed. Mashenkin Yehuda, the Whereas Rabbi Yehuda, the name Yehuda has the name of Yudke Vavke rather than a Lakim all contained in the name Yehuda, and not by some allusion, but it's there. In a revealed state, and that's where the difference in regards to our matter is. From the perspective of Rabbi Yosi, the way Malchus goes down into Biyah, there the concept of kingdom is as the leader of the people, as it pertains to the people. Is Shem Avaya Begilui, where the name Yehuda, as we said before, is the Shem Avaya is expressed in a very manifest way. The Malchus state in Atzilus, in other words, that it pertains to Malchus as it is in its pure state in the world of Atzilus. If you look at it from that perspective, you see not only as it comes down into the lower level, to the Am, to the people, to the world. But you can also see as it is in its higher state. On the one hand, Malchus is completely connected to the spheres above it. It's still part of the world of Atzilus. On the other hand, 
its function is to bring it all down to the lower elements. That it should transmit all of these things even into the worlds of where they already seem and they express a, an independence from godliness. So it has both elements from, this, uh, element, from the perspective of Rabbi Yehuda, it has both elements. The Signanachar to see it a little bit different, and say it in other words, there is the bitl which Svirus HaMalchus must express, and the same also by a king down here, that the king, as is explained in the Rambam, and so on, and it's brought from this Pasuk, that the king has to be in a state of absolute bitl, he does nothing for himself, it's all about the people, it's all about what he need, what his mission is, uh, and from the pasuk it says, "Kimin shakara shuvin ezoykev kara shachav kari." That the, when he bends down, or it's rather, it's from the halacha, from the, the that the king when he davens, once he bows down by Shimon Esra, the normal people they bow down by Baruch Atah, and then they stand up for Hashem. But the king, once he bows down, he doesn't get up anymore. He, in other words, he remains bent over for the entire Shemonesra, that he needs to be in a state of bittel even more than the people. But on the other hand, the king has to be reign supreme. He has to be over and everybody has to pay their respects to the king. And he has to ex- uh, behave that way. He has to be in a state where everybody understands he should never be subject himself to be seen in a less than perfect situation and so on so the king contains both sides of this equation and that's what Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loy, that's what Yehuda expresses and that's why Rabbi Yehuda could see both qualities Rabbi Yaisi only saw the quality of how Moshe Rabbeinu relates to the world but Rabbi Yehuda brought both uh, um, he understood both interpretations of Moshe. Sai Dishlemus Atzmai, both his personal status, the perfection, the Yichud and Vekas from the Lakus, that Moshe Rabbeinu was one with Hashem, Hechafun Hobn Sutomit Zulas, way beyond having to lower himself to be connected, to have influence and do work with the lower elements. Harishan Lukaima, in other words, that the first the first Vayigdal means that he was elevated. Kaima, his height, it expresses his own personal height. But then he also understands that Maisha Rabbeinu has that second element of Malchus, which is that he has to be able to go down to the lower elements. The second one is that it expresses that he has a job to do and that he has to bring his influence down into the world. And that's why Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Loy was able to straddle both of these meaning expressions. And that's the message that Rashi explains through this, this commentary.